It's another game day for the Arizona Coyotes. They are set to take on the Washington Capitals. We're going to talk about that game. But also, we're going to talk about some new third jerseys for the Arizona Coyotes. We're going to talk about what, what it is, what our thoughts about it. Do we like it? Do we hate it? All on today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes Podcast, brought to you by Bet Online. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlak right beside me on uh, on this episode. I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. We got a great show for you guys on today's episode. We are talking a preview: Arizona Coyotes versus Washington Capitals, as well as uh, talk about third jerseys for the Arizona Coyotes. And what a good way to probably. Get things started off because it was uh, announced yesterday, Carl. As you know, at the time, um, yesterday, the time most of people were listening to this today, that when we're recording this, um, it the third jerseys come out for the Arizona Coyotes. And um, before we put it up, I'm gonna let I'm just gonna say I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> I, I just think it was really funny that I, I brought up the third jerseys <coughs> on yesterday episode i didn't know that it was dropping uh we weren't aware of that it was just uh there was uh quite a few leaks and i figured it'd come out eventually uh seeing it in person i i like it a little bit more than i did uh it was always going to be an uphill battle for me uh i mentioned i don't like the the text logo jerseys um so like that part was always going to draw me but i think the rest of it's pretty solid uh I think I would like a little bit more color, but you're going to get that with the full uniform. Yep. We're going to go ahead and bring it up, and I'm going to show everybody um, right here. And I'll, and I'll be real with you. Like, yes, you're right. I am with you that it does look better than what I had initially thought it was going to be. Those That leaked images kind of didn't do any justice because, like you were saying on yesterday's episode, it only kind of, you know, it... And it's blurry photo or it's pixelated, so you can't really see the full details. Um, I think it was like wrapped up in like the plastic that it's shipped in, so it's folded. You can't really yeah. tell that. Um, but I will, I, I will say, to me, it feels a little unfinished. I think that Kachina design on the on the arm and the uh, um, and the torso, it feels a little unfinished to me. I like that they did that. I like that they tried to keep the Kachina. Um, I kind of do like the script idea. I think it could have probably been d- done better, but I'd put it this way. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Yeah. W- one thing that I want to point out um, is that the Coyotes have just had some really good jerseys in their history. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it was always going to be tough. Um, like, I think the the ones that are considered the worst, you have the green original third jersey, 
um, which Which has gotten a retro is based off of. Yeah, yeah. The reverse retro changed the color green, and everyone's like, oh, it's a phenomenal jersey. They just made it the ugliest color imaginable. Um, And then there's the running Coyote third jersey. Uh, and, And those are kind of like the two ones that people are most contested with. So, like, everyone else loves kind of, like, the Kachina jersey, uh, especially the past couple of years. And the Howland Coyote jersey, I've always heard, like, good things about it, depending on the bottom trim, which seems to be a sticking point for some people. So, this jersey was always going to have a lot to live up to. Um, And I think kind of, like, the worst I've seen people say about it is it's kind of mid. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, that's the best way to explain it. I think in, in my opinion, I think, you know, it's, 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 it it is mid, you know, it's like, it's just, it's not, you know, it's not absolutely trash that, you know, I'm throwing up looking at it and it, but it's not like, oh my God, he's the best jersey ever. Just, yeah. Yeah. And and I I could see the Kachina pattern growing on me Um, because it does seem like they're going to have this one for a while. Like I will say third jersey, like, you know, the you know i knew it was going to be brick red you know like i think i knew like you know brick red was going to be the majority i think even even before the leak when there was the th- you know if a third jersey would have come out i'm like okay it's going to be focused on the brick red because that is technically the coyote's pr- you know primary color yeah. um uh you know i think the the sand was a good idea i would have liked just maybe an extra accent of like one of the other colors like that yeah a slight uh, bit of that green maybe of the or just maybe something else i don't know yeah like even like a black would have done like more just kind of like like break up the red a little bit i i will agree on that it, it is definitely a jersey where i'm like you're close I, I don't think that it's a, a major miss. I, I think it is a miss, though. I, I described it on Twitter as a C plus, um, and I would maybe bump that up to a B minus. Um, I'm because, around that C plus range right now. Yeah, and, and I, I do think it is potentially going to look better, like as a full, <clears throat> like you know, on the ice being skated in. Uh, but that is also you know, potentially a knock against it. If you are getting a Jersey because you want a Jersey and you want to make sure it looks good, then, you know, it's definitely a very, it's a very red Jersey, which a lot of people like red. I like Um, red. I think another aspect of the, uh, of the Jersey that you can't see on, uh, on this one as modeled by uh, JJ Mosier, but it, they, it had uh, the, crescent moon on the other side of the of the breast breastbone area like for for the captain that's the captain c yeah which is really cool i mean it was interesting because um wasn't there's no captain yeah there is no captain right now um which brings me to the question is how did what did they do for the alternate because i do like that idea of the crescent moon this being the sea Oh, did you not see? Um, it's see it. it's it's two uh, two cacti. It's like the arms of the cacti meet. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, definitely okay. make sure I'll, to check it out. You know what? I think that aspect. I think I can bump it up a little bit too. Um, yeah. That and there's also like the um, the the lizard logo is on the inside of the collar. 
Like, there's a lot of, like, really cool touches to it. It's one of the jerseys that, like, I love the design idea of, like, hey, these are all the Easter eggs I hid in right. here. This is all the references. Uh, that's my favorite part anytime there's a release. Be like, yeah. hey, this is what we did. Yeah. And again, the um, this is rapid reaction, right? This is like instant thoughts, how we think of it when we just see this rendering that we're seeing. If you're on YouTube, you're seeing it. Uh, if you're just listening it to on the podcast, you know, obviously a lot of you guys have already seen it. So um, if you haven't, you can just look at our YouTube channel. You can just look it up, really, um, yeah. to see what it looks like. And like I said, the colors look pretty all right, I think. You know, to uh, any change of grades will likely happen when we see these hit the ice because we've seen Carl like jerseys that we absolutely love, but once they hit the ice, they're a massive eyesore. Um, yeah, not for the coyotes because you know, a lot of the I mean, there are other teams that do that. Um, I mean, I think the the reverse retro this year was one where I was like. Like just seeing it like in a picture of the jersey itself, I'm like, that's not that good. Seeing it as the full package, you're like, oh, that really works awesome. really yeah, well. It's like it go, it turns back into the close the god tier. I don't like. I still think Reverse Retro 2.0 isn't as good as 1.0, but yeah, I still think it is really freaking good. This is like you and I have described as mid, but when we see it on the ice, we could change our mind and be like, you know what? these look pretty cool yeah and i mean it, it's still for me a passing grade um if you were going to make a like a jersey that just says arizona i think this is the best that i could expect from you um which again it's a it's a type of jersey i do not like i do not like that style in general uh and this it's decent execution of uh of a thing that i'm not really into so that's you know points in my book yeah one last question i'll put up before um we go on to our game preview is now that we now that this is the official third jersey um are there any thoughts of, that you have about the 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 howling coyote one essentially being phased out because you have the home and away in Kachina, you have the reverse retro 2.0s, and you got these now. I mean, I feel like they should definitely. They clearly do not want to do the Howling Coyote as much. I think it's good. I think in like 10 to 15 years, people are going to be super nostalgic for that because that was the Coyote's logo for the longest time. Right. Uh, I think people who started watching when I started watching, that is the primary logo. And the Kachina, like, I love that the Coyotes are getting back in touch with their history, but there's going to be that desire to reconnect with their history again in a couple of years. And I think that's when the Howling Coyote is going to be big. Or maybe they could do something with the Reverse Retro 3. Like, reverse why retro not? 3.0, maybe bring the Howling Coyote, make the, what would they do? like sand or black as the primary color yeah uh i mean why not do uh just to blow people's mind do the howling coyote in winnipeg jets 1.0 colors i love it i love it 
Because that uh, oh, ultimate troll, I love it. Yeah, but just like like have like a white Howling Coyotes jersey with like basically a palette swap with Jets 1.0. Like I think that'd look cool. I I love the lo- the Howling Coyote logo. I like the running Coyote third jersey. Um, so like I would love to see them stay with the franchise. Absolutely. That would be um, a really fun thing to see. But we got a game to talk about as the Arizona Coyotes face the Washington Capitals. We're going to get to that all in just a moment. But first, we're going to take a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and hockey, they've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which of course you do, you're listening to a sports podcast, you can find those on BetOnline as well. They've always got the latest and the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting information. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So let's go ahead and uh, get ready for this preview. Arizona Coyotes versus Washington Capitals. Carl, your initial thoughts on this uh, on this game um, as uh, Alex Ovechkin and the Caps come to visit the mullet. Uh, this game is going to be much harder than most of the games the Coyotes have had to play lately. Although, you know, the, the road trip Winnipeg and Minnesota back-to-back is definitely – was tough, but in terms of the home games, the last three they played at home were Detroit, Ottawa, and San Jose. This is a next-level kind of game uh, for the Coyotes, but it's also potentially a team that's going to underestimate them. Yeah, you know, I think it's it's one of those kind of things in which, you know, as we've talked about, because the Coyotes are that kind of team that kind of plays down to the competition or plays up to the competition. It's really weird. Because remember, as you mentioned, the teams they lost to, but this is also a team that beat Boston and beat Toronto. And um, who, who else am I thinking that they beat um, other, you know, yeah. pretty solid teams out there? Um, yeah. It's like, dude, they, they have no purpose winning those games, but they do. I I don't necessarily think the Coyotes are playing down to anyone. I think they're already at the bottom they're playing Whoa. up to their competition. Just sometimes their competition is also bad, so it's like playing up half a there, step. Yeah, that's a better way to explain it. Yes, but <laughs> it's just like it's just frustrating, right? It's just yeah. like it's just like oh yeah, they can actually beat some of the best teams in the league. It's like oh wait, no, they're actually really bad. Yeah, they they and it is definitely something where I do wonder how much is like hey they can beat the Toronto Maple Leafs, but the Toronto Maple Leafs do not respect the Coyotes. So they're going to come in and they're going to think like, Hey, this is an easy one for us. Um, Or is it just like the Coyotes in the locker room are like, Hey, you know what? Screw Austin Matthews. We don't want to have him score tonight. So we're going to do everything we can to do that. In which case I think the Coyotes could potentially have an edge on this. Like, Hey, if you want to shut down the Washington Capitals this season, you shut down Alex Ovechkin. He has 30 of the Capitals, 150 goals, which is insane. 
Plus, you know, you never know how Washington is going to respond to playing at the mullet. Some teams yeah. play better there. Some teams can't. They, it's a hard team. As we've talked, as we discussed earlier this season, it's a hard place to play at. Yeah. It's a, it's a very new place. Like, you, no one on the Capitals is going to know what it's like. It's going to be, like, total shock and awe for them. Uh and, and let's see. Uh, I, I don't necessarily know if it's going to be the most unfriendly barn. I think Ovechkin's going to have a lot of people there wanting to see him have success. Uh, and we could probably get like a few DC natives in Arizona right now. Uh, no, may, maybe. We usually tend to see more people from like Michigan and Minnesota and the yeah. Northeast. But yeah, true. Very true. But you never know. But it's, I think we still have, have a potential to see some pretty, you know, see we see some pretty decent hockey tonight because the it's you know it's the Coyotes have been a lot more exciting because they've been playing more competitively. Um, and I mean, look, let's also talk about this week as we discussed yesterday and also earlier this season. You know, we're seeing you know players like Lawson Kraus, you know, have career years. You know, Clayton Keller is looking great. Um, you know, Dylan Gunther's coming into his own, and it's just like it—it's becoming exciting that they can do stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I, I don't love the fact that we all too frequently need to watch the Coyotes like mount a comeback, but they do always try and mount a comeback, um, and, and that could be fun. Like they stay engaged, which is. Half the battle when it comes to being a tank team. I'm going to use a term that we used a couple times in the past couple seasons, but I mean, aren't we aren't we not surprised about the cardiac coyotes? <sighs> I mean, with the cardiac coyotes, uh, you at least thought they could win uh, this season. Like when the coyotes give up three, I'm not like anxious about it. It's like, oh, this is happening again. Uh, and I, I wish they were a little bit more cardiac. They're they're very slow chest compressions. <laughs> okay, that's a good way of putting it. Um, but yeah, you know, I think it still is a team that kind of, like you said, they try to mount that comeback and it makes things interesting, whether or not they complete the comeback or not. Yeah, it it is definitely, you know, you, you don't necessarily want to turn off a, a Coyotes game, even when they're really bad. The, they'll make it. They'll make it interesting. They'll give you your money's worth in the third period. I mean, let's put it this way: on the game earlier this week um, against the Red Wings, when the Red Wings went up three to one, I was just like, and it, it was like in the third period, I was like, and especially two goals in one minute, and I was just like, yeah, that kind of might be a you know a beater right there. I think they might do it, and then they just. Coyotes score two goals in 70 seconds, and I'm just like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, can someone explain to me why they're just it was so weird? Um, I'm just like, so yeah, just they're a team that's like, if you're watching it, you just don't want to tune out. You can maybe keep it as background noise if it gets to something, and then you can just pay attention. It's like, oh, wait, I can actually pay attention, just don't turn it off. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe like half mute it and then like if it seems like they're getting that flow, like definitely tune in because you know, the problem is they don't necessarily have the finish. So they're going to keep trying for those goals 
And against the Red Wings, it was great to see them get the goals. But, you know, it's still like this, the pace that they tend to have in the third period. They're just going to not be able to get it in, um, which is, you know, unfortunate. But if they start to turn things around, you never know. And let's also remember, that is the the Red Wings. And tonight is the Capitals. Two completely different teams. Yes. Uh, def- I mean... Yeah, yeah, they very much are. They are uh, not exactly comparable. Um, but you know, who knows what that is going to mean? Um, yeah, who and knows? some familiar faces too. Oh yeah, and you know, we'll get to that as an, and uh, talk about some predictions in a little bit. And I which do we do have to uh, take a quick break to get a quick word from our sponsors on the show now are you guys looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories then you absolutely have to try a built bar we just got through the holidays and i know my goal is to eat a little bit healthier this year like i'm i eat out way too many times and like a lot of it is just processed junk food i'm looking to eat healthier um but you know, I don't want to compensate you know i don't want to compromise you know taste because i just love sweets i just love all that kind of stuff um, so I'm going to go ahead and go, you know turn to Built Bar because with Built they are absolutely they're healthy and tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious. They taste actually like a candy bar, so that's perfect for that New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, and they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better is that they are just you know overall that just help just that healthy only 130 calories four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein guys now you don't even need to wait to wait around to get a box we've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com but now you can get them at your local walmart or sam's club that's right you can head to your nearest today walk to the pharmacy section grab yourself a box of built bars you can pick up a four bar, a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puff, and of course maybe, maybe even my favorite churro. If you're close to that or a Sam's Club, you can walk in and grab a thirteen bar box and or hit our flavors of uh, you know that brownie batter or churro. Once again, you can thank me later. So be sure to once again check Built Bar, and that's again at built.com or at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. So now let's get to predictions for this uh, uh, episode, uh, Carl. Actually, well, before we let, let's talk about some familiar faces because we're always going to meet in familiar faces of Coyotes, especially those we met in the last couple of years. Because, well, as we knew, the Coyotes completely blew up the last couple of years and and uh, scattered their remains everywhere else across the league. Yep, uh, and and th- these are two like. Uh, varying degrees, both fairly recent, but one definitely more recent than the other. Uh, main goaltender for the ca- or for the Capitals this season, Darcy Kemper, and then number one center, Dylan Strom. It's amazing when I think Dylan Strom is on the Capitals. I forget about. I for, you know, like him. Wait a minute, he's not with. With uh, with Chicago, Chicago anymore, and then because yeah. like he's just was there for so long, and I'm just like, what? Um, and even Darcy Kemper, 
we knew about it, but like it was kind of just like not talked about as much just because after what he did with uh um with Colorado, just like yeah, oh that's right, he's there too. So it's a little bit of a shock, but also just like that's right. Yeah, I mean, Kemper gets his gets his ring, and you're just like, good for you, uh, nice. Uh, I I, I kind of wonder what your career is going to be like, but he seems to be doing well. Uh, I, the thing that always stood out to me is just kind of like how the Blackhawks just let Strom go, uh, like they didn't try and resign him. They didn't trade away his rights. He just kind of walked, and you're like. He seems like he was doing pretty good, uh, and he's bounced back. He's playing with Ovechkin, so seems like he landed on his feet. I don't know. It's just kind of a weird situation. I mean, maybe you know something like Strom just needed another change of scenery because maybe just he just wasn't vibing with you know Chicago's lines or the or Chicago office. just went all in on the tank. Um, that too. He definitely went all, all in on, on the tank. tank. But like, you know what? Like, we, Strom, we like you, but, you know, we think down the road we probably won't afford you. We just don't really care. So just go sign up forever you want. We, we don't care. Yeah. It's like, Strom, I know you would fit with, like, a decent retooling age-wise. You're only 25. Oh. Uh, Depends on how long Chicago thinks their rebuild's going to be. Um, but I don't know. Like, it seems like the Coyotes were the team to be in terms of worst team. And the Blackhawks uh, said, hold my beer. Yeah, they absolutely did. They are. They have been an absolutely dumpster fire of a team. Yet they beat Arizona earlier this year. So, yeah. What are you going to do? Um, but this game, uh, what do you think the score is going to be? Um, well, before we get to that score, let's go ahead and take a look at our bet online odds of the game, because, you know, we always love to take a look at those odds because, you know, that's, that's what we do here, um, at the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Arizona Coyotes are point and a half underdogs at minus 155. With the money line at plus 175 for Arizona, with the total points is uh, six. Six even. I I like that the Coyotes won. I, I don't necessarily think that is going to continue, but I think it's going to be close. I'm going to go three two Capitals. Three two capitals, so you're taking the points for Arizona and going right under. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna also take the points for Arizona, but I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna say it's four three capitals. Four three. Okay. Okay. Uh, you thinking regulation or overtime? I'm feeling a little spicy. Let's go overtime. <laughs> spicy, okay. Uh, I'm going. I'm going regulation. I'm going to go uh, try and pull the goalie, but can't get it done. But they don't get the empty netter. Yeah, and we're both we're, we're both on that vibe. Like I think, you know, Arizona. It's hard to, you know, make bets with Arizona because of how unpredictable they can be. Right. Yeah. You know, 
And yeah, we can go ahead and understand that they play up to the competition and be like, yeah, you know what? They can beat good teams, but it's never going to, oh, it's not going to always be that way. And we can just like, you know what? Because they, because that's the way we're going to make a safe bet that they can win this game. Cause no, it's absolutely, you know, a terrible thought process. We can maybe make a safe bet that they can hold it within the points. And that's both for what both of us are saying. You know, we're both yeah. saying that they can keep it within that goal and a half differential of the spread is predicted as. It it shouldn't be controversial to say that at every point in the season, we thought the Coyotes were going to lose more games than they won. Uh, so I think you should always lean towards the Coyotes losing any given game. Uh, and then just kind of examine and see like, hey, is this something that they can potentially make interesting? Um, and I, I like to think that more often than not they do, but it's just kind of the reality of the situation. Any uh, prop bet you would potentially want to make that, may, that maybe not, it doesn't have to officially be on, you know, on the books or anything. Something you say, yeah, you know what? I think, um, let's say, I think Shane got to spare is going to have a, a three point night. Mm. Well, I can't make that one uh, because I said it uh, three two. Um, unless he's getting an own goal, um, I'm going to say Washington scores first. Washington scores first. Okay, yeah. I can take it. I can take it. <coughs> those are <coughs> those are some good predictions. I think. Um, I, I think I, I think I like my prediction that you know the guys is fair three point night. Yeah. Um, you Krause know, had one uh, against Troy. Why not Ghost get one against Washington? Yeah, especially because Ghost has been, you know, going to see if he can work on that trade value still, you know? Yeah. Be more than just the guy who plays with Jacob Chikrin. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, any final thoughts you want to give out before we close things off on the, today's episode? It's uh, it's it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, I, I am very curious to see how the Coyotes play this one. It's it's going to be weird to see them coming into a game with momentum. Yeah, it will be it will be interesting. Um, but you can catch this game. It's going to start at around seven p.m. at the Mullet. If you're not able to be there, it's of course it will be able to be found on Valley Sports Arizona. And uh, be sure you know to to uh, you know check back in with us after the game. We'll have a post game report right here on the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Well, that's going to be it for today's episode, though. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash LockedOnCoyotes. On Twitter, at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlock is at Carl Pavlock. Interact with us, ask a question you might have, we might answer right back. We're on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes Podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you're staying safe out there. Hope you're staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. <laughs>